It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Practicing for that late night thunder um, that is coming up so many times this year as we will be podcasting after Thunder Games is kind of doing a a post-game wrap-up type show So you can listen to it first thing in the morning or you can listen to it overnight if you're so inclined. But I want to get a running start at it. Actually, things just got a little late because it's Tuesday. Defensive availability down in Norman. So I was down there for Locked On Sooners in 1340 the game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. So I hope you will forgive me. I hope you have waited for this episode of Locked On Thunder. And I hope you're as excited to be listening to me talk about the Thunder as I am to be talking about them today because we got a preseason game tomorrow. (laughs) The Detroit Pistons are in town. They're working out at the Griff, and we finally get to see that Thunder starting lineup against NBA competition, which that's what we're going to touch on in segment number one. In segment number two, we'll go back to what Billy Donovan said about who's starting at the four, and I will tell you some guys that I was impressed with in the blue and white scrimmage that maybe I didn't get a chance to talk about in yesterday's episode. I don't remember who I mentioned, who I didn't mention, so if it is a little redundant, I do apologize for that. I guess I could look on my rundown, but what fun would that be, right? You know, because I'm I'm, I'm sort of flying by the seat of my pants today. Actually, I'm not. I do have some of this written down. But a lot of it is flying by the seat of my pants. And then we'll wrap up today, and you're going to love this. You're absolutely going to love segment three because Kevin Durant says he's going to be honest about his free agency this year. Hmm, good, ready, yeah, you're not going to believe what Kevin Durant was telling Nick Friedle of ESPN, and I will have those quotes for you coming up at the end of the show today. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City. I've covered the Thunder now for five years. I will count my sixth year of covering the Thunder 
once the season officially starts and that'll be on October 16th and I have thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. I had no idea that I could be this passionate about the NBA. I'd kind of fallen out of love with it. I was excited when Oklahoma City got a team and then I started covering the Thunder and just on a night-in, night-out basis, getting to know the people in the organization, getting to know the players on the team, made me not only love the Thunder and everything they're doing for Oklahoma City, but also made me love the NBA. I didn't think anything could could rival college football, but the NBA is doing a hell of a job of that over the last five years. So with that, we jump into the episode today. Oh, real quick, real quick. If you like what you hear, we have archive podcasts at LockedOnThunder.com and we have video and audio from players, coaches, and front office types also at LockedOnThunder.com and we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So let's jump into it. Tomorrow night, the Detroit Pistons are in town or depending on when you're listening to this, I mean, you may be listening to this on your way to work tomorrow. So tonight, the Detroit Pistons are in town and we finally get a look at what we perceive to be the Thunder's starting five against NBA competition. And I am fascinated by this. I'm I'm fascinated by it, not just because I want to see how these guys are working together or, or defensively how they play and are they able to score with ease against somebody other than the Oklahoma City Blue. What I am most interested in seeing is is what we saw in the blue and white scrimmage, right? Or is it simply a figment of our imagination? Meaning, Dennis Schroeder looks like he's been with this team for a long time. That is the thing that impressed me the most. about. If I could take just one thing away from the blue and white scrimmage, it's how fluid Dennis Schroeder looks when he's out there on the court playing with everyone, setting guys up, putting them in position to score, and looking as if he could be the starting point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. If, God forbid, Russ takes a little bit longer to get back or if something else happens to Russ this year, I'm not saying that the starting five wouldn't miss a beat because you certainly can't do any better than Russell Westbrook. And yes, Dennis Schroeder's a step, or Dennis Schroeder is a step back. But when he's out there playing with them, it doesn't look awkward. It doesn't look as if he's struggling. It doesn't look if guys don't look out of place. You have what you have with the Oklahoma City Thunder this year that you didn't have last year. Now, granted, it is one week. And I've got to stress this. It's one week in to the preseason, one week into training camp. But you have just a much more cohesive unit. And what I find impressive about that is, one, Patrick Patterson, this year we didn't know if he was going to get the opportunity to start or not, and it looks like he is going to start at the four. But Patrick Patterson worked on his weight, got it down, got his knee right so he can come out and contribute and be more healthy. Paul George, a year playing with these guys, knows what to expect. And I and, and for Paul George... If we take what Patrick Patterson said yesterday and we and we hold it as gospel, that there's not a lot of difference between Dennis Schroeder's game and Russell Westbrook's game, then Paul George ought to fit pretty seamlessly with Dennis Schroeder because he's just used to that kind of style and he's able to work off of it and Paul George does a great job of moving without the ball. But we saw an Oklahoma City Thunder team that they're nowhere close to midseason form. They're, I mean, they're not, you're not talking about that good. But a team that didn't look like 
guys were trying to figure out where they fit. They just knew exactly where they were supposed to be. I thought Terrence Ferguson played really well at the two. And if that means less time for Alex Sabrina, so be it. Uh, when Timothy Luau-Cabarro came in, he looked great. So now we get to see, was it just a product of playing against the G League or is this something that could possibly be a regular thing with the Oklahoma City Thunder? The other thing I like with this, how with how good Dennis Schroeder looked is that when Russ is on the bench, if Schroeder has to come in and play with those starters, he's going to do so and it's going to look really seamless. Um, I said yesterday, and I'll still hold to this, I was not thrilled at all with Raymond Felton's play. And I know what Billy Donovan said about Raymond Felton having a place on this team. I'm just not 100% certain where that is, at least on the floor. You can be a voice in the locker room. You can be that. You can take the place of Derek Fisher to, to some extent. And it almost feels like that's what Sam Presti really had the intent for Raymond Felton was to take Derek Fisher's spot and be that guide that these younger players need. And last year, you were put in position where you had to use Raymond Felton a lot more than, than probably what you were, were expecting. Well, now you don't have to. Now you've got a younger guy that can come out and spell Russ and play a lot more minutes. Russ, if he's back and healthy, if Andre's back and healthy, then what you've got with Raymond Felton is just that voice of wisdom in the locker room, somebody that young players can lean on and go talk to whenever they need to discuss whenever they need to discuss something and that's not a bad role to have I just have so much respect for Raymond Felton that I would like to see him have a bigger role on this team it doesn't look like it's going to happen but that's the way it is as far as that who's starting at the four and when we get into that coming up in the next segment I'll give you the downside and the upside to Patterson playing and to, of course, Jeremy Grant getting the opportunity to play it. But um, if that is a fluid situation, I'll tell you straight up that I don't I don't like that. But tomorrow night, uh, we'll at least have some idea of not only if this is the starting five they're going to run out. Because I, I, mean, I guess Billy could change it for the Pistons. He could change things up. I don't see him doing it. But just how much more cohesive these guys have gotten in three days. And they certainly look like they've played together over the summer. Things with this team, guys, I'm just, I'm telling you, this is going to be a really good basketball team this year. This team is going to be good enough to finish third in the West. And I would be willing to put my money where my mouth is if I had money. And if I did so, I'd do it at mybookie.com. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up in segment number two, we'll go back to talking about who should start at the four. Should it be Jeremy or should it be Patrick Patterson? And I'll tell you which one I like and which one I don't. Coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Locked on Sooners is out now, and you can check that out at Google, at Stitcher, at Alexa, at Spotify. It's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And uh, we're one of the few networks, one of the few anything that does NBA content every day that's not part of the NBA network. Um, And that's something that we're very proud of here at the Locked On Podcast Network is how dedicated we are to the NBA. This podcast network was built on the association. We have a very strong commitment to the association. 
And that's something that I'm excited to be a part of. I'm also very excited to be a part of building our college podcast network. But the, the, the whole NBA thing and being a part of this and doing that content every day and knowing that there's a void out there, that's something I take great pride in. So I hope you like what I'm giving you every day. And I hope you like what the other hosts are giving you every single day. And it's only going to get better. As this year goes along, um, as I've gotten the hang of podcasting, I now think I know what I can do with it um, night after night, game after game with the Oklahoma City Thunder, and, and I'm looking very forward to that. And at least for the home games, we're going to podcast after we wrap up with the uh, locker room stuff. So that's the plan this year. But enough about the actual podcast. Let's talk about some Thunder content. I am all right now with Patrick Patterson playing the four. Not only did it look good in the blue and white scrimmage, but because I have more faith in a guy like Timothy Luwak-Cavaro coming off the bench and being able to score, because Dennis Schroeder can score when he gets the opportunity to play, because Terrence Ferguson looks like when when Andre comes back, Terrence Ferguson looks like he's a guy that can score. There's more firepower there coming off the bench. And that makes me a, a lot more comfortable with inserting Pat into that starting lineup than I was before. My biggest concern was, you take Pat off the bench, put him into the starting lineup, who's filling that void when you need scoring? Well, it looks like that's not going to be as big of an issue as I thought. That was a, a major concern coming into this year for me. Now, granted, I've only seen them play once, and if that problem persists throughout the preseason if we have to keep worrying about where the extra scoring is coming from can somebody score other than the top five then yeah I'm going to go back to my original opinion on that and and tell you that I think that Jeremy Grant needs to start and and not Patrick Patterson and and I know what Billy said and, and Billy is dead on when he's talking about this just being the first six minutes of the game and then guys get subbed in and out And it really is about who gets the most minutes. But the bench scoring was so non-existent last year. And everybody at best other than Raymond Felton was inconsistent coming off the bench. If the Thunder's bench can perform this year, they're going to be very tough to beat. I mean, the starting five is going to be great when Russ gets back and when Andre Robertson gets back. But now you add to it a guy like Hamadou Diallo. absolutely love his game. This guy is athletic. He is going to contribute this year. You bring him in. You've got the starting five. And now you're looking at a team that Houston is going to have problems with. The Jazz, who I think we're all afraid of, they're going to have issues with Portland. The Thunder won't be a team that anybody takes lightly this year. But they may be a team that as the season goes on, other organizations become concerned about because, wow, they're, they're deep. They're, they're much deeper than, than, than you thought they were coming into the season. And for those that aren't having an opportunity to watch them around the NBA, I think they're going to surprise some people. I know it's, I know it's kind of hard to have Paul George and Russell Westbrook and, and really kind of have a, a, like a shock and awe moment. But if that bench can be what I think it can be, then yeah, they're going to surprise some people and and you'll see the Thunder have a better year than expected. Certainly it'll surprise Isaiah Thomas because he doesn't think the Thunder are even going to make the playoffs, which, you know, too bad for him because when the Thunder do make the playoffs, I don't think Isaiah is going to be welcome here in Oklahoma City. They're going to treat him like they did when they were naming the starters 
of the Dream Team. So Isaiah, uh, thanks for your opinion, dude. But uh, why don't you stay in Chicago or Detroit or uh, wherever the hell you are right now? Sorry, I just cannot miss Isaiah Thomas at all whatsoever. And I don't mean to laugh about that, get that nervous laughter, but it's Isaiah Thomas and the dude just cracks me up. And uh, if Isaiah Thomas is going to come to a Thunder game, I'm sure, very sure, that Matty Ice and John Reed would have no problem credentialing Isaiah Thomas if he came to a Thunder game. But if they forced him to buy tickets, then the best place he could go is VividSeats.com. It's an online ticket marketplace. That's right, Vivid Seats, an online event ticket marketplace that is so easy to use. You don't even have to go online to VividSeats.com. You just download the app on your phone, click it, go right there, and once you've entered your zip code, and I also it, it locates where you are, it's going to pull up every event in your state, every event in your area. So you want to go to a concert. They've got tickets to Metallica. They've got tickets to Robert Plant. They've got tickets to... Probably Phantom of the Opera, which is here in Oklahoma City. I haven't checked today, but it's Vivid Seats. And if they don't, I apologize for that. They've definitely got tickets to all the Thunder home games. And if you want to make that trip to go see them in Memphis or Dallas or Houston, or you even want to go out to Oakland and see the sorry-ass Warriors, you can do that with Vivid Seats. That's VividSeats.com. And if you're a first-time customer, it's the first time you've ever used Vivid Seats, then enter the promo code Locked On. And they'll give you $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Plus, every seat is 100% guaranteed. That's VividSeats.com. VividSeats.com, a proud sponsor of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up next, hey, Kevin Durant has decided to be honest. And you won't believe what he said to Nick Friedel of ESPN. You'll get a kick out of this. That's next. Locked On Sooners is out as part of the Locked On Podcast Network at Google, Stitcher, Alexa, and Spotify. That is Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, the same as Locked On Thunder. And hey, with Major League Baseball and the playoffs getting underway, Locked On Yankees, if the Cubs survive, Locked On Cubs will be good, Locked On Dodgers, Rockies, we got it all. And all those are available at LockedOnSports.com. So Kevin Durant is telling the world, or at least Nick Friedel of ESPN, that he is going to be honest about his free agency, saying, quote, he was asked about going through this process and what he learned from last time. Here's what Kevin Durant said. Just be honest. I was honest with my decision. But just outwardly, if people ask me about it, Don't be ashamed. Talk about why I decided to move teams and switch teams because it's not the end of the world. I know I didn't do anything against the law. You know what I'm saying? That's just the first time, the first thought it happened to me. Actually, I embellished a little bit here. That's what I I thought the first time it happened to me is what he really said. And then he said, quote, I'm like, man, there's so much attention on me because I switched teams. I thought I did something wrong, but I knew deep in my own heart it was the perfect decision for me, and now I just got to stand on that. Outwardly say it, and that will stop all the speculation from a lot of people. When they don't know, people really don't know the end. 
their conclusion or why I did something. They're just always going to speculate and create stories and clicks, and that's the only going to make me more upset. So I'd rather just keep it open and transparent with you. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, open and transparent. Open and transparent means that you don't change your story 15 times, that you don't have burner Twitter accounts, that you don't, every time someone asks you, either blame someone else for you being someplace or you not take ownership. I mean, Kevin Durant has given us 15 freaking reasons why he left to go to Golden State. And I will say that just reading that, Kevin Durant's gone. He is leaving GSW. And what I think Kevin Durant wants more than anything, it's not to play with LeBron James and win more championships. And he's already done that, especially if he wins this year. It's not to come back to Oklahoma City and try and rewrite the past and make everybody feel good about him leaving to go to Golden State and then coming back and doing charity work for us. It's not that. Kevin Durant wants to be the man. So Kevin Durant now has to find a team where he can be the man. Could be Brooklyn. Could be New York. It could be it could be Miami. Since Dwayne Wade is taking his final bow there. And we all know that Kevin Durant probably has some respect for a guy like... Pat Riley, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's some place like Miami. I mean, we can speculate all day long. But I don't think there's any way in hell he's coming back here, which is good because I don't want him back. And truthfully, if... Okay, we're using the word truthfully. That's actually not the word I wanted to use there. But if Kevin Durant really wanted to be truthful with us, just open up and say, hey, look, I didn't like playing in Oklahoma City. I didn't like playing with Russ. I would have had a lot more respect for him if that is what he said from the moment he left to go to Golden State, if he just said, look, you can't win a championship in Oklahoma City. Sam Presti traded James Harden. That upset me. I didn't like it. I didn't like Scott Brooks getting fired, and I didn't like playing with Russell Westbrook, and I liked the vibe here at Golden State. If you would have just said that and stuck to that, I could have respected it. I wouldn't have liked it. It would have made him a villain, but I have at least could have respected it, and that's something that Kevin Durant doesn't understand. Sometimes it's better to be respected than liked. And people would have respected him. Not everyone would have agreed with his decision. And yes, people would have criticized him. But at least you would have been open and honest. And at the end of the day, we all could have said, well, Kevin was honest about it. At least he gave us at least he gave us some honesty. He may not have wanted to be here, but at least he gave us some honesty. Good luck, Golden State, because this is the last year you're going to get Kevin Durant. He is gone, as Hawk Harrelson would say. He gone. Kevin Durant, gone, and then uh, gone to some place where he doesn't have another star to be around. And he'll uh, have a bunch of young guys to build around, but it won't be, it certainly won't be here in Oklahoma City because he would still have to concede too much to Russell Westbrook and, and in some respects, Paul George. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We will be back tomorrow here on LOT. And remember, hey, after you're done listening to me, this it's been a year since Tom Petty died. Go break out some Tom Petty, man. If you can find a copy of Hard Promises or um, what else? Southern Accents. It's a really good underrated album. And uh, wow, Full Moon Fever. You can't go wrong with that. But anything that he did with the Heartbreakers. Long After Dark. Another great album. Go listen to some Tom Petty today because you can't help but feel better when you listen to a little TP. And with that, 
Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.